This show is an ultimate podcast group production. Hey, this is Live Better with Natasha with me, Natasha Hamilton. This podcast is all about exploring your mental, physical and spiritual wellness. Live Better with Natasha is for anyone who is looking to broaden their horizons with their wellness, who want to heal, they want to grow, and they want to feel on top of the freaking world. Before we start today's podcast, I just want to put out there that hypnosis and hypnotherapy will take us back. It will regress us and it can trigger certain memories, feelings, and emotions. If you have any concerns for doing this hypnotherapy session, then maybe try it with your eyes open at first, and then you can decide if it's something for you or not. Also, please be aware that you are not reliving the situations that you go back to. You are observing them as an adult. Hello, Natasha Hamilton here, and welcome back to the Live Better with Natasha podcast. Today is an exciting day because we are going to be bringing to you a live hypnosis session with the amazing Kat Williams. Kat, welcome back to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me back. Okay. So hypnosis. So in my mind, I think of hypnosis as being something that was on the TV for entertainment when I was younger. You know, Paul McKenna putting people into a trance, making them do silly things, uh, people not having any um, control over what they were doing, um, or like going on holiday when I was a kid to like Benidorm and people would be like on stage doing all these really strange things and everyone would be laughing at them. And for me, as a child, seeing someone take over someone's mind in that way, it used to terrify the life out of me. Mm -hmm. I used to think, oh my God, can can someone get so deep into your brain that you have no control over what you're doing? But now the older I've got, I understand that hypnotherapy helps people. It helps them with their well-being. It helps them to get to grips with past traumas. It helps them to heal. Um, So what type of hypnosis is it that you do and how do you help people with it, Kat? Yeah, so I've come across it relatively recently. I've been a therapist for a long time, helping people with resilience, relationships, anxiety, mental health. And I use something called rapid transformational therapy which is a particular kind of hypnosis developed by Marissa Peer. So she's there on YouTube with lots of fabulous videos and things. And so the way she describes hypnosis or any hypnotherapist would is, yes, you're right. It has that kind of, unfortunately, almost negative reputation of taking over people's minds. But actually what it does is set people free and, and explores the subconscious mind. So in reality, we are run by our subconscious kind of computer program of our minds, 95% of our thoughts are unconscious. You know, we're not consciously obviously breathing or even making decisions and things like that. Only 5% are really conscious decisions that we're making. So I kind of joke, for example, I mean, advertisers and marketers know this. They sort of hypnotize you with those adverts, those product placements. So it's a normal state of mind where you're absorbing the suggestions. So again, when people talk about our culture, our upbringing, It's about what has become so familiar to us that's there in our environment. And in terms of therapy, it's about what beliefs and thoughts have people picked up about themselves based on that that kind of soundtrack, that computer program that's been running since they were very little. So it's so healing when someone comes into me and it's going to be an amazing uh, opportunity for you to explore yourself, Natasha. I'm really impressed Mm -hmm. Um, that we're going to sort of be asking, you know, what beliefs or thoughts maybe have you picked up in the past that you'd like to be free from and if you were free of them if you're free of anxiety you're free of lack of confidence you're free of fear hypnosis enables you to go back and understand where did I get those beliefs from because you're not born with them every every baby is born with ultimate confidence we're born we're connected within our mummy's tummy we're nurtured we're warm we're fed 24 hours a day we completely feel this sense of belonging to the world and sense of being enough But somewhere along the line, we pick up the belief that maybe we're not. And that's what hypnosis goes back and say, where did you get that suggestion that you're not enough? Where did you get the suggestion that you can't do this? Really cool. Amazing. And I love what you said before. 
you said it sets you free. Mm-hmm. And I think <laughs> there's been many times in my life when I've been a prisoner to my thoughts. Like I've gone over scenarios in the past and, you know, situations that didn't serve me well, but I've held on to them. And I think, you know, I've, I've thought about them a lot and they've, I've, I've just carried that negativity along with me and it's ended up in me getting quite poorly and run down and not sleeping well. And when you're not running properly and you're drained by your thoughts, yes, it's just a horrible way to live life. So being able to put exercises into place where you can be freed from those things in your mind that have been holding you back and that have been draining you for so long, Mm -hmm. that is a wonderful thing. Yes, and it is the best thing I've come across in all my 20 years of being a therapist. This has been what I've been looking for, is how you, the way we describe it, it's like being the detective that gets to go into the person's mind very gently. Obviously, you, you set the person up and explain what hypnosis is. It's a science. It's a normal state of mind. You would have experienced it every day, you know, when you kind of switch off. And even if you're a driver and you realize, oh, I've got home on a familiar journey and I don't really remember the last 10 minutes. That's a normal, natural hypnotic state where you're running on autopilot. You're not consciously knowing where you're going, but you've done it so often that it's there at that, as that computer program. So it's just that. It's a very natural thing to do. And all hypnosis does is puts your mind in that brainwave, entering that unconscious mind. It's the sleep of the thinking brain. So we just mm. switch the thoughts, drift away, your conscious thoughts drift away, and you go into that that computer program in the background and explore it so you are always in control so the truth is that those people with the stage hypnotists they are they are being they're very suggestible so the the stage hypnotists would send back to the audience anyone that didn't pick up the beginning part of that and if we're very suggestible that's a really great thing in terms of our own healing because what that means is when you take that under your own control And anyone listening to this, they can download the self-hypnosis recording at the end of this. Because if you're suggestible, you get the opportunity. Well, I'm going to bring in suggestions that I want to listen to. I'm going to bring in those suggestions that say, you know what? I'm enough. And I always have been. I have everything I need within me. I have ultimate shining confidence. One of my favorite analogies is we're all born as that incredible diamond. You're the hardest, most beautiful substance on earth. The only thing that's happened is something's got in the way of us releasing that light and that strength. It's always been there. It beats within us, but something's got in the way of us feeling. And if other people don't see that shiningness and that strength and that brightness, that's their problem. It doesn't mean it's not there. And the way we release it is say, I know it's there. And the only person that needs to know it's there is me. And that's what hypnosis sets free. It sets you free from anything that gets in the way of knowing that you are enough. And I just love it, as you can tell. I love it. I love that. It's beautiful. It's just like that quiet inner confidence of knowing you are enough. Absolutely. Like, that's incredible. So we're actually going to go into a Mm -hmm. hypnosis session now with myself. (laughs) Um, So (laughs) I am. I've done a few things similar over the years, mm-hmm. I have done hypnobirth as well, by the way. I'm just going to oh, put well that out done. there. Well so I, I had two hypnobirths where I had zero pain killers. Well like, and it really, it, it does work. Mm-hmm. I was, I was sceptical. Mm-hmm. But when the contraction starts to come and the pain was taken over, <laughs> I was yeah, just going into the, yeah, I just went into the zone and there was an ex- certain exercise I had to follow and lo and behold, uh, you know, I've given birth twice without any painkillers. Well done. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right, so just before we get started, I'm going to just prepare my room. <sighs> Prepared. Okay, Kat, I'm going to hand it over to you now. Right. Well, then I'm going to kind of hand it right back to you because the, the most important question is kind of two sides of this. So first of all, what would you like to be free from? So if it's a way of putting it that if hypnosis sets you free, what would you like to be free from? And it's often things like lack of confidence, self-sabotage, anxiety. 
And then the other part of it is that if I waved, I'm holding a pen here, and if I wave this magic wand and I can give you whatever you most want to feel, you know, once you're free from whatever it is, how do you want to feel? So those are the two two questions that are over to you, Natasha. Okay. Um, and for anyone listening, you know, to answer for themselves the same questions that they're going to experience along with us now, what would that be, that magic one question for you and what would you want to be free from? I want to be free from self-doubt and also, yes, self-doubt. That's definitely something. Right. And if you were free, so if I wave that magic wand and you are now free from self-doubt, can you describe to me as clearly as possible with that creativity, almost like painting a picture with words or or literally describe what that picture would look like? What what difference would that make? What would you do? What would you feel, think, hear, say, you know, within your own mind once you're free of that self-doubt? Paint that picture for me. A sense of inner peace. I feel calm. I feel in control. I feel like just totally content, mm -hmm. happy. I just know exactly where I'm meant to be. I understand where I'm meant to be. And is that also sort of inner trust? Yes. Right. And that's perfect. So the reason why this question matters and the reason why in, in this session and any session I would spend a little bit more is that what, what's different about setting you free is often we would focus more on the problem. So as a normal therapist that I've been for a long time, I would be asking you, you know, where, why do you feel the self-doubt? When do you feel the self-doubt? But actually, because this is about taking control of your suggestibility and bringing in what's more important to me is the picture of what you want because that's what you're heading towards. This is the rest of your life. So when I do the personalized recording, I will do a little recording for you at, at the end. And as I've said, we've got the general one that people can download. So again, describe to me as specifically as you can exactly what, so when you've got, you're feeling control, you have this inner peace, you know that you are trusting yourself, that that whatever you're doing in each moment of each day is meant to be. You've got that contentness, you've got that happiness. Is there anything else that you are actually doing specifically um, with those feelings that will tell you, yes, that's it, that's it. I, I'm doing this in a different way or I'm actually reaching out in a different way. I mean, I can just see me on a stage and I'm talking to people and I'm helping people. But I feel like I can really help people because I understand myself more and I trust myself more. Brilliant. Yeah. And often we say things like stepping into your power, stepping into your light. Is it is it part of that? How would you, if you had to paint that picture of you on that stage... How, what colours would it be? How would you paint yourself in your perfect magic wand scenario? Um, blues and purples. Um, it's, it's almost like a conference of some kind. I don't even know what this is. It's so bizarre. Um, I've got like trap. Maybe that you're planning, you know, it's, yeah. it's the future. Perfect, yeah. So go on. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm just talking. I'm talking to people, but I've just got such a calm. Yeah. There's a light around me as well. Perfect, yes, yes. Excellent. And, and the light is like pulsing. It's all, it's very dreamlike. It's almost like a fairy tale. It feels very beautiful and very calm. Perfect. Okay. So that's brilliant because the most important part of taking control of your mind is that it's your words that are meaningful for you. There's a lot of recordings out there that 
you know, that, that I speak generally, kind of, oh, now you feel confident, now you feel, but unless we know what it means for you, unless you can, the mind only works in now, it has to feel, our mind isn't very good at saying, you know, I, I will be fit and healthy, I will feel confident in the future. It needs to feel it right now. Because once we feel it, I'm actually feeling it with every, when you said pulse, you know, when you listen to these recordings and you feel it right now, your mind has expanded so much that it realizes, oh, it's here already. I'm already there. And when you know you're already there, you're already on the path and it becomes more and more familiar. So one of the rules of the mind, it, it only thinks in pictures and words. It only really works right now. So you have to be telling it what it needs to hear now. So that's beautiful. And it's very personal to you and what you most need to hear. So what we're going to do now, I think, that's enough with the, the future, so you've done brilliantly, is I'm, we're going to put you into the hypnosis. It just takes about three minutes. And what I'd like everyone to, that's listening is to imagine is the way we're going to do it is to, it's about going deeper into your subconscious mind and releasing those thinking thoughts, so switching your conscious mind off. And the way we do that, I'd like you to imagine some steps leading down to somewhere that you really love to be. So often people think of a particular beach or a particular part of nature, or it can be an inside staircase, but usually maybe wooden steps leading to a beach. So have you got something in mind, Natasha, as to where you're going down to? Yes. Yeah. And then as we go down, so we can still hear you. So once you've gone down, we will still, um, I will just be asking your mind. So the listeners will hear you go down and they can do it with us into this peaceful, dreamy, hypnotic state of mind. And then we're going to ask that subconscious mind, that computer program, to go through all its memories and take you back in time and find out, we'll just do it for one sort of event or memory. Often I would do this three or four times, but just because of time, we're going to say, when did you pick up this belief that you doubt yourself? You know, when did that come? When was the first time you experienced feelings of self-doubt or or not being enough in some way. And that's what we'll do. So we'll just start start right now. So the first place to begin is just getting our, our brainwave into that um, hypnotic brainwave. And the way we do that, I just want you to look up to the ceiling. Natasha, so look up. You can have your eyes open just to start with. And just to center in on yourself and pick that spot above you like you're looking through your own eyebrows. And just breathe in and breathe out. That's perfect. And one more time, breathe in and breathe out. And each time you blink, that's just relaxation coming upon you. And one more time, breathe in. And this time, keeping your eyes looking up. As you breathe out, just close your eyelids down, keeping your eyes looking up, and you should feel a fluttering in your eyelashes. Do you feel that? And that's the first sign of that rapid eye movement and that hypnotic brainwave. So then as you drop your chin, you can now let your eyes go wherever they want to go. And I just want you to feel that already, it's like I've put glue on your eyelids. They've become glued shut, sealed shut, and locked tight. So you can just forget all about your eyes. And even if you wanted to open, they already feel heavy, droopy, and drowsy. And then drop your chin and get that looking down feeling, like you're looking out of an upstairs window or off a balcony. And then bring into your mind vividly and clearly, you can see every detail of those 10 steps leading down to a relaxing, beautiful, calm, peaceful space that you love to be. And as you step onto that step 10, you're already feeling this drifting, floating, dreamy sensation coming through your body. Your shoulders drop your neck relaxes, your head feels heavy. And as you step onto step nine, you see your feet, you feel your feet, you even hear your feet treading each step. And that drifting, floating feeling passes through your body, your muscles let loose, your nerves let loose, and you're sinking deeper. Then you're stepping onto step eight, you see your feet, you feel your feet, your conscious thoughts just drift away. You don't engage with them. You let them loose. And you go deeper into an awareness of yourself. You're taking step seven. Any sensations or noises around you, 
just take you deeper down these vivid, beautiful steps that you can see clearly in your mind, leading down to that relaxing, calm space. You're taking step six and step five. You're halfway down. You're sinking deeper, sleeping deeper, sinking deeper, drifting deeper. You're taking step four as those thoughts have drifted away. You vividly see and feel your feet traveling down, drifting down, floating down these steps. You take step three and step two. You feel your shoulders have dropped. You feel deeply relaxed through every muscle in your body. Your nerves are calm. Your emotions are calm. You take step one. And as you step off the bottom of the steps, you feel this drifting, floating, deeply relaxing feeling. And each time I click my fingers, you let yourself sink 10 times deeper. Just go deeper, sink deeper, relax deeper. You're doing perfectly. And just to demonstrate that we've released the power of that subconscious mind, I'd like you to stretch your arms out in front of you like you're holding a bucket in each hand. So just stretch them out right now in front of you, Natasha, with your elbows straight like that. That's perfect. And then your left hand, I want you to vividly see right now, I've asked you to hold a huge metal red fire bucket. And it's a fire bucket that's full of heavy, damp sand. And already that left arm is being dragged down, pulled down. You can feel the weight of that. It's bigger than you. It's really heavy. You can feel it dragging down, pulling down. You can barely hold it. It's so heavy. And at the same time in your right hand, I've asked you to hold the string of a huge, bright blue helium balloon. Again, it's bigger than you. It's, it's full of helium. It's lighter than air. It's lifting that right arm up. It's floating up, traveling up, drifting up. So you can feel the difference between that heaviness in the left arm and that lightness in the right arm. And I can see Right now, Natasha, on this call that we're having, that I can see that right arm is raised up with your left arm is dragged down. And anyone listening, once you feel that, you're just going to let go both of those. As I say, three, two, and one, just let go of the bucket and balloon and sink deeper. And that shows you that your incredible subconscious mind, as it felt the difference, something as silly and simple as a bucket and balloon, it shows you how powerful it is and how taking control of those suggestions is going to be really easy for you and you're a perfect subject. So right now, Natasha, I'm going to count from five to one. We're going to, to take us to the, the reason and the root and the cause of any of these feelings of self-doubt or feeling that you're not enough in any way. So as I say five, that incredible subconscious mind is switching on like that Google search engine or like it's filtering through all the memories, all the pictures, all the video clips of your life. As I say four, off it goes, whirring through the days, the years, the months, the moments, all the significant memories connected with any feelings of self-doubt and where that came from. As I say three, you're going back in time, younger, smaller, shorter, way back to the first time you picked up the belief that you needed to doubt yourself or that you weren't enough in any way. As I say too, a significant, important, crucial, vital memory or event or happening is coming into your mind. You don't have to understand it. It's just going to be there vividly in your mind. And as I say one and click my fingers, you're just going to see that right now. This memory, this event, are you inside or outside? Or is it daytime or nighttime? Inside. You're inside, that's perfect. And is it daytime or nighttime? Daytime. Daytime. And how old are you about? Three. You're about three years old, you're doing perfectly. Your mind is doing the job absolutely perfectly. So you're about three years old, you're inside, it's daytime. And I want you to connect, like you've switched on that television screen, like you can see everything that's going around that little girl. What is she experiencing? What is she feeling? in this memory, in this event? Um, she's frightened, upset, scared. Okay, well done. 
And remember, you're you're reviewing this. If anyone listening, this is about reviewing these events as an adult, like we watch them on that TV screen that we can never relive. We're just able to review, and that reviewing, that understanding, enables to you to be able to set yourself free. So you're doing absolutely perfectly. So as you review this event of that little three-year-old that's feeling frightened, upset, and scared. What is someone around her doing or not doing or what's happening that's leading her to her feel that way? Um, I'm at my child minder's house. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's happened. Mm-hmm. But I've been told to... Um, Stand in the corner, like face the wall. Gosh, okay. What are you feeling? So you're feeling that frightened, upset and scared and facing the wall. And you don't know why you've been told to do that. Is that right? Uh, Yeah, I don't know. And are you feeling a sense of confusion in that case, that that three-year-old has been asked to, to do that, but you don't know why? Yeah. And what's... I'm upset. Yeah. And that's perfect. So what we're doing there is identifying those emotions. We don't need to fully understand what's happening what, or why. What we're doing is reconnecting with the beliefs of that three-year-old. So as you see that scene, what beliefs or thoughts about herself is the three-year-old you forming or about the world as you stand there in that corner with those feelings of upset, scared and frightened, what, what beliefs are you forming about yourself? I'm a bad person. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Um, I feel confused because don't think I've done anything bad, but I'm being punished. Yes. So that little three-year-old is picking that belief that if I don't know what I've done, but people are still cross with me, then maybe I just must be a bad person because I don't understand. I don't, I don't understand what it is I've done or what I could have done differently. So the only way she can make sense of that is there must be something in me that's deserved this in some way. So as an, as an adult, and we will go to... I think we've got time to do another scene, maybe another, but just even in this scene before you leave, you today as this beautiful, strong, confident adult, what would you like to go back in time and say to that little girl about that belief that she's only had three years on the planet, she's picking up this belief that somehow there must be something bad about her. What do you want to go and say to her now that you can see the truth? that you are a good person and you are loved. Mm -hmm. And that she's not done anything wrong. She's She's three years old. She's she's been behaving age appropriately. Whatever she's done is what is the action of a three-year-old and that's completely fine. You know, you can't be a bad three-year-old. You're a three-year-old. You act as a three-year-old, you think as a three-year-old and that's completely fine. So you've already, even just in this example of of reviewing that with your grown-up, incredible mind, you've set that three-year-old free of the beliefs that she formed then with with the brain and knowledge of a three-year-old completely. That understanding is power. Let's just do this once or even twice more with the time we have. So just rock your head from side to side, Natasha, and let that memory slip away like it's being wiped off that whiteboard. And now as I count from five to one once more, we're going to let ask your incredible mind once again, as I say five, to go off with that Google search engine and start to search through for another significant, vital, important scene connected with these feelings of of doubt or the feeling that you're not enough. As I say four, those days, weeks, months, years, drift away and it filters through, sorts through, it takes you younger, smaller, back in time, as I say, three, six,
searching for that significant, vital, crucially important scene, all connected with any feelings of self-doubt or not being enough. And as I say, two, something's coming into your mind, connected with how you feel today. And as I say, one, and click my fingers, you're just going to see that scene right now. This time, this memory, are you inside or outside? Outside. And is it daytime or nighttime? Daytime. And how old are you about? Four, five. That's perfect. And as you review this scene, as you turn on that television screen and, and see it, what are you feeling or experiencing as that four or five year old? Sadness and confusion. And what's happening around you that's causing you to feel sad and confused? I'm, I'm swinging on the long house in the corner of the end of my street. Mm -hmm. and I'm watching all my friends going into a house. It's a child's party. It's a party, yeah. okay. Not get invited. Oh, no. Not. And once again, as you review that, that feeling of not being invited, and you feel sad and confused, what's the belief that you're picking up about yourself or the world as you realise that you've not been invited to that party? That nobody likes me. Mm -hmm. And that makes you feel... Sad. Mm -hmm. Anything else? Nobody likes me because what? What do you interpret that as? That four-year-old? I'm, I'm different. Mm -hmm. I'm not the same as everyone else. Not the same. And our greatest fear, as as children, it threatens our very survival to feel different and to feel left out. It goes right back to that tribal need to belong, that need to feel significant and not to be left out. So you can see that that's very significant to you at that, that four and five-year-old to experience that and to feel that you're not the same and that you're left out. And any other beliefs that she's forming about why she's left out? Just anything else in this scene? That there we go, yeah. And again, that lies at the root of us all, that I must not be good enough because I've been left out. So once again, with that incredible adult mind, you're reviewing this with the power of an adult brain and, and everything that you have now. As you re revisit that, what can you see as the truth of that situation of that little girl as to what you want to say to her? about those beliefs that she's not good enough and that she's different. You are more than good enough. Mm -hmm. You will always be different. <laughs> but that's a good thing. Yeah. And the truth is, of course, that we're all different because we're all unique. So yes. different as a child meant a threat, I'm going to be left out. Different as an adult can mean, well, I can't be, I am who I am. We're all different. It makes me unique. It makes me powerful. It makes me whoever I want to be, you know, I can claim that difference as being I'm not a child anymore that needs to be worried about being left out. I'm an adult. You're doing it absolutely brilliantly. I think what we'll do, we'll use those two scenes. So I just want you to, having experienced what you've experienced, imagine that you're holding those two scenes in your left hand so we've got the first scene of you being the three-year-old <clears throat> forming that belief that I must be, there's something bad about me, I'm, I'm confused, I've done something to deserve, I must have done something to deserve this even though I'm only three and I don't know what that is. And that second scene, you, you can see that in your hand like it's a photograph as well of I haven't been invited to the party, that must mean that I'm different, which must mean I'm not good enough. So if you think, see those scenes in that hand and in your other hand is you today with this belief that I, I need to doubt, I doubt myself, I hold myself back or I'm not enough. 
what can you see as the connection between those young memories when you were only three, four or five years old and how you feel today? How I feel today is connected to how I felt then. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you can see that you formed those beliefs when you were too young to challenge them and that now as this strong adult, you're able to set yourself free by seeing that you formed those beliefs as a child with only three, four or five years on the planet. Based on the information you were given at the time, you formed those beliefs. We just want you to look back at that, those, that little girl, that little girl you were then. I just want you to say, that's not me anymore. Just say out loud, that's not me. That's not me. I can see why I drew those conclusions. I can see why I drew those conclusions. But that's not who I am now. But that's not who I am now. And that will never, no. That will never be me. Again. That will never be me. I'm a strong confident, incredible adult. I'm a strong, confident, incredible adult. And now I just want you to go inside, look inside the part of you. So if you could turn your gaze inside and find the part of Natasha that's been getting in her own way, that's been, that's been where that doubt has been sitting, where you've been experiencing that in your body that's been holding you back or holding on to that belief and that doubt and that feeling that you're not good enough. Can you locate where that is? Can you kind of feel where that is in your body? Mind. In your mind, okay. But I just want you to say, I'm the part of Natasha. I'm the part of Natasha. That's been holding on to the doubt. That's been holding on to the doubt. And holding her back. Holding it back. And my role in Natasha's life has been to. My role in Natasha's life has been to. What's it been trying to do for you? Can you repeat that, please? So you're doing perfectly. Just let that mind stay in that deeply relaxed space, that floating space, and just going inside your body and you're asking that part of you that's held on to this doubt, that's held you back, that's held on to this feeling of not being enough. And it's been playing a role in your life. It's been there for a purpose. What's it been trying trying to do for you? How's it been trying to serve you? Um. I've been holding her back because... Not ready. Okay, so I've been holding her back because I've been telling her she's not ready. Mm. And I've been telling her that because I don't want her to... To feel like she did before. Yeah. I didn't want her to feel what. I was helping her not to feel what. Worthless. Mm-hmm. Worthless or rejected. Yeah, anything not, else? Not accepted. Not accepted, yeah. So my only intention for Natasha has been to, what's it's been its intention for you? It's been trying to what? Keep you safe. Keep you safe. Yeah, and it's been working really hard. So now I want you to go to that that part of you and I want you to say, I'm the part of Natasha. I'm the part of Natasha. That's been holding her back and trying to keep her safe. That's been holding her back and trying to keep her safe. Now I want you to say to that part, I know you had the best of intentions for me. I know you had the best intentions for me. I appreciate all you've done. And I appreciate all you've done. But instead of helping me, instead of helping me, you're now hurting me. You're now hurting me. 
I needed you back then, but I don't need you anymore. I needed you back then, but I don't need you anymore. I needed you when I was only three or four, but I don't need you now. I needed you when I was three or four, but I don't need you now. Your youth is no longer relevant, appropriate, or needed to feel the way I did back then. Your use is no longer appropriate or needed. When I'm ready to, yeah. for how I used to feel back then. So I'm loving, ready to lovingly let you go. And I'm ready to lovingly let you go. Feel that part of that, that understanding is giving you that power to set yourself free. And right now, feel that part of you. Is it ready to leave? Is it ready yes. to leave and set you free? So feel that part leaving, see it leaving until you know that it's drained away. It's been shattered, smashed, destroyed, and it's draining away like water from a shower. It's becoming obsolete as a, something that used to be there, used to be relevant, used to be needed, but is now draining away and it's going, it's going, it's going, it's gone. Can you feel that it's left? Yes. Yes. That's perfect. So now knowing that that's gone, knowing that that knowledge, that understanding of where it came from has set you free, I'd now like you to see that beautiful little girl, that three-year-old in those two scenes, the three-year-old, the four-year-old, the five-year-old, just see her vividly now, take her by the hand and bring her into the world that you live in now. So bring her into your front door, show her how, show her everything that shows and demonstrates to her that strong, wonderful adult that you are now. All of your achievements, the kitchen where you make dinner for your family, for your children, the bedroom that shows her everything that's available in your life that wasn't available to her then. Show her how much she belongs, how strong you are, how all the friends you have in your mobile phone, everything. Shows her what a strong, capable adult you are. And then I just want you to imagine that she's hovering above your head. And it feels strange, but just see that little girl hovering above your head. And she's going to travel down, drift down, sink down into you and become a part of you. And as she does that, I want you to say, you live in my world now. You're a part of my world. You're a part of my world now. This is where you live from today onwards. This is where you live from today onwards. You are safe now. You are safe now. I'm upgrading you and I've shown you what's available to you now that was not available to you when you were a child. I'm upgrading you and I'm showing you what's available to you now that wasn't available to you as a child. I'm becoming a loving parent to you right now. I'm becoming a loving parent to you right now. No one can play this role as well as I can. No one can play this role as well as I can. I love you completely and unconditionally. I love you completely unconditionally. You're doing perfect, Imagine putting your arm, put your arms around yourself like it's that little girl. And just say, I love you exactly as you are. I love you exactly as you are. I will always listen to you. I will always to you. I've created a place in my heart and my life for you. I've created a place in my heart and my life for you. You will always be loved. You will always be loved. You will always be significant. You will always be significant. There is nothing that we cannot do. There is nothing that we cannot do. Everything is available to you. Everything is available to you. You've always been enough. You've always been enough. Always have been. Always have been. Always will be. Always will be. That's brilliant. So feeling that, knowing that, that you are now, she's a part of you, 
you're joined together and everything is available to you. This is where in a, in a session I would now, as I will do for you in the next few minutes, we're now going to do the, the transformational recording that you would then listen to for 21 days to bring in and hardwire into that incredible subconscious mind the truth. So we would begin by saying, I would do the stairs again on the recording. So that's what the listeners can have when they download the recording. We would do the steps again. But as today, as you go deeper and just visualize the bottom of those steps, and as you sink deeper, I want you to know that understanding is power. And understanding in your subconscious mind under hypnosis is the most liberating, the most freeing, the most extraordinary power. And right now you're able to look over and around those scenes in your childhood and understand how and why those scenes affected you. But you also understand something even more powerful. You understand that when you'd been on the planet for just a few years, you formed beliefs and made decisions about yourself that hurt you. And now your beliefs are yours to change. And you're changing them right now in the most wonderful, beneficial, liberating and supportive way. So knowing that, believing that, as you go deeper, you see that everything is available to you. You see that person, that shining diamond. You see that beautiful girl that was completely enough, that had everything within her that had those unique strengths, that unique ability, those skills, and that confidence, that shining confidence within her that she had everything she needs within herself. And seeing that, you see you on the stage talking to people with that inner sense, that huge heart that shows you who you are. It's like it shines out of you in every direction. And seeing that power, seeing that light, it fills you from the top of your head to the tips of your fingers and toes with that inner trust, that contentment, that happiness. It pulses away with every beat of your heart. You breathe it in every moment of your day, whether you're standing on that stage in this beautiful picture in your mind that you can see right now that you breathe in that trust in yourself. You breathe in that knowledge that you are enough, that you are a gift always have been, always will be. And by feeling that gift, it shines out of you and it touches everyone in that room, everyone that you're speaking to. And by sharing that light of who you are, you help them to shine brighter, that they see it within themselves as they see it in you. And that makes you feel incredible that the gift of who you are that beats away within you can have such a powerful difference to everyone you come across and everyone you speak to. And every time you listen to this recording that helps you to know this, to feel this right now, you feel this liberated sense of freedom and power, knowing that every moment of your day you can trust that you make excellent decisions, that you always feel enough, that you're confident in your own skin, that you believe in your abilities, and that sense of calmness and contentment travels with you every moment of your day. It defines who you are. You've reclaimed. It's not something you do. It's not something you have. It's just who you are. It beats away within your heart. It's there within every cell of your body, every muscle. There's just this knowledge that you are enough, that you are a shining diamond, and that everything is available to you and everything is possible. So feeling that and knowing that, just going to bring you back to a full awareness, knowing you can return to this knowledge anytime you like and you can make it become more and more familiar and you can create these pictures and words in your mind. That's all your mind needs to hear. And the most important voice it needs to hear is your own. So knowing that, feeling that. As I say three, just take a deep breath in. As I say two, breathe out. And as I say one, you can open up your eyes and come to a full awareness. Well done, you're amazing.
How'd you feel? <laughs> Um, lighter, wow. calmer. Wow, that was crazy. What's the, did it surprise you? What came to you? I remember the second thing. I don't, I've, I've never remembered that first one before. Wow. Mm. I've, I've thought of the being at the end of the road on the mm. holding the lamppost. I've thought of that before. But the first one, that's, I've, I've never remembered that before. Wow. And in a, I didn't want to, you know, take, usually a session would be about an hour and a half, maybe even two hours. So we would, we would often do a couple more scenes, but it was perfect what you did. Your incredible mind showed you that, but it's the connection between them. So what we were demonstrating there is that the first one, you know, originated part of the belief the second one was built on that as I'm different I'm left out maybe you know it kind of built on it didn't it because I'm not enough because I must be a bad person which is what the first one the little girl so I hope your listeners have found that interesting to see what could be there for them yeah and that they come at a time when we can't challenge them that's what's interesting for me you know is that what you felt that I I formed those beliefs when I was too young to understand they weren't, yeah. It's quite interesting feeling those feelings of a child. Mm. Like sat here now, it just makes me want to protect my own children even more. I just think, wow, you know, what have they picked up that's gonna, they're gonna carry with them for the rest of their lives and well, that they can let go of. That's the lovely thing about this, that once you realise that understanding is power, mm. you can set yourself free. And you have. You've absolutely done that in just the last few minutes. You know, and that. And just to reassure those that are listening, you didn't relive. So you, you felt them, but it wasn't, it was done with a sense of curiosity, am I right, rather than it's not, it's not. I felt a bit um, sad. Mm-hmm. But I, I wasn't frightened. I didn't, it wasn't traumatic. It, it was just a sadness of, I wish I could protect you. Because mm. I was seeing it as an adult. Yes. So as a look. I just back. wanted, yeah, I just wanted to yeah. hold myself so tightly. Which is exactly how you set yourself free. I noticed that the tears often come for us all when I've experienced this and all of my clients most often come with when the when you reconnect with that little girl, that when she hovered mm. over your head and came into your heart. Mm. How did that feel? Oh, I'm emotional. Just yeah. thinking about it. Um, it's beautiful. It's almost like I've reconnected and reclaimed her back. Yeah. Because before that moment, I detached myself from it because it, they were moments that I didn't like or made me feel bad. So mm-hmm. I didn't have a connection to them. So actually going back and saying, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Almost like I'd abandoned that little girl a little bit because it was a painful memory that I just didn't want to go to. Yeah. Yes, and that's what's so lovely about that part is that we join those parts together. So she really has come into your world now. And the message there is about that when we said, you that's not me. That will never be me again. It's true. She now lives in your world. You've made it, you've shown her what's available to her that wasn't available then. And she's been upgraded because she's a part of you and you will always keep her safe. You will always listen. Yeah. Yeah. And I held the hands of them and I walked them around the house and I was looking at both of them. I oh. just saw my children. Like, I just saw my children in them. It was really emotional. It was powerful. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for doing this for your listeners because I'm <laughs> so pleased that they can experience that and I hope they've gone them, them themselves that it takes, uh, it takes courage, doesn't it? But it's ultimately liberating. Is that how you feel? Absolutely. I've kind of been shining a light on like the dark parts for a little while now because I was always afraid of the dark and now 
I understand that if I shine light in, on the dark parts, it's not that frightening anymore. Mm-hmm. It, it, it feels like it's, it's a scary situation, but when you approach it as an adult in a lighter focus, mm-hmm. it, it's manageable and it is, as you say, it's, it's freedom freedom to, to progress and most of all it's control so a lot of the clients I, I work with might not might think they don't want to revisit it because um you know they can't can't be free of it but actually you ha- didn't have a voice you know when you're three or four or five years old you you can't you don't have control you don't have a voice there's so much you can't do and as an adult we can we can feed ourselves we can live on our own we have so much Take, we can take control and we can take control of the past. And one thing we, we didn't do, um, but that comes up with a lot of clients is if there's been someone um, actually abusing them verbally, even physically, the adult then gets to go back in hypnosis and swear, scream, you know, say, who the hell do you think you are that you treated me like that way? You know, and you get to take back your power, take back control and say, I had a client just this week that was led to believe she, you know, didn't look right, was too large, not good enough. And, and it was holding her back in her relationships. It's been, she didn't want to get intimate with her or anything like that. And she went back to being a nine-year-old and a 10-year-old in a swimming costume. And she just, then she got the opportunity to go back to those people and say, you're judging me. I'm giving this back to you. These judgments are on you. You know, how could you speak to a little girl like that and make her feel not good enough and ugly and too large. And how dare you? How dare you? I'm giving it back. And that's that kind of challenging the hurter. Yeah. Taking control over someone that we believe has given something to us and that parry, we don't. We get to go back and say, you need to live with what you did. You carry the guilt. I don't carry anything. I was an innocent child that couldn't stand up to you, didn't have a voice, didn't have the power because I was seven or nine or three. But I'm not those ages anymore. And I'm here to say, how dare you? You know, have it back. You carry the guilt. I've set myself free. Thank you very much. And I love that part when you dialogue with the hurter. It's very powerful. (laughs) I can imagine it is. Not my clients love that bit. Get lost, or even worse, they say all sorts of things. <laughs> right, they do. They couldn't say it when they were five. They get to swear and say, "I'm, you know, I'm telling you what you should have heard then." Wow, it sounds incredible. <laughs> Today's been amazing, and I know I'm on a journey of of healing and there's been so much happening in my life and this isn't unique to me we're all the same there's so many situations events throwaway comments even that's something was said to you and it struck so deep yeah you carried it forever it's the belief that you attach to it Yeah. yeah exactly that yeah and for me doing work like this I've never walked away from doing something like this and gone I wish I'd never done it I always feel lighter mm-hmm. I I have a new perspective some like inner clarity Wonderful. I feel lighter like right now I feel lighter good yes um, that's what it is I always feel like I'm carrying around this underlying residual energy of oh, just mm-hmm. something's not quite right. And it's, I don't know, it's, the, it's my past. It's mm-hmm. my past that I'm carrying around that is burrowed deep within me. Yeah. And I'm slowly but surely chopping away and chopping it down and, and getting rid of bits of it. But I know there's still a lot more work to do, but I'm ready for it. I'm I'm excited well, to offer to you, you know, normally we would, the session would be longer and you'd have only usually up to about three. It's so powerful that it does shift very quickly. So, you know, feel free to, you know, where I am. Um, and also on, on the podcast, we could do it again if you wish to, but um, it it's very powerful what you've already done. And mm. you may well feel a letting go over the next few days. Other scenes might come to you. So one thing I often put in the recording is these scenes and others like them led you to the belief that, because it won't just be those, but the collection of them. 
and whatever led to you holding on to that, you are now free of. And just like we did that water from the shower, you know, something you used to feel that's now out of your life, used to be relevant, no longer appropriate or needed. You know, the language is very important. And you've already made a really amazing step. So well done. Thank you so I much. I apologise to the listeners for the rain on the roof. I don't know if they can hear it. Can you hear it? No, <laughs> I can't hear it. I hope they can't hear it, but that's fine. <laughs> Kat, that was absolutely amazing. And as you said, you do have a self-hypnosis. Yes, on the link that we'll share on the description of this, it's for ultimate confidence. So it's exactly what we've just done, going down the steps, entering your subconscious mind. But it's just the um, transformational part. So obviously... We have it won't take people into the scenes. It's not going to regress them, but it does take control of that of that subconscious mind and give it very powerful positive suggestions about being that inner diamond, setting themselves free, and and all of that, releasing their power. So it's really lovely, amazing, and that's what we should all be doing: releasing any of that negative, reclaiming our power, and feeling like the fabulous human beings that we actually are. Kat, you've been amazing once again. Thank you so much for joining us today and thank you for setting me free. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening to this episode of Live Better with Natasha. If you have enjoyed the show, please give it a five-star review on whichever platform you get your podcasts. It helps us more than you can imagine to reach more people and share important lessons and conversations about mental, physical, and spiritual well-being. You can also connect with Natasha and become part of the Live Better movement right now by clicking the link in the show notes. If you're serious about scaling your personal or business brand, then you need to be producing audio. Yes, you need a podcast. Podcasting is exploding right now and means that you can reach a global audience, be seen as the expert in your marketplace, collaborate with world-renowned influencers, turn followers, fans, and listeners into paying clients, and open up a world of opportunities. So when you're ready to add the power of podcasting for your brand and business, check out the Ultimate Podcast Group, the team that make this this very podcast, Ultimate Podcast Group, your one-stop full-service agency for all your production needs. For more information, click the link in the show notes now.